What are you gonna do if you receive a phone call telling you that someone is busy attacking your children at home? Are you gonna tell this person, listen, do not bother me now, I'm in a very important meeting, please call back later, or do not bother me again. No, you're not gonna do that. You're gonna stop, and you're gonna know it's time to take action. And that's what we're talking about in this show. It's time for you and I to take action because you and I have the answers to the questions and to the issues and the problems that you and I are facing on a daily basis. And if you do not have all the answers, I've got some of the answers that I can share with you and that I need to share with you and that I want to share with you. So please stay tuned until after the intro and we will look at solutions to some of the issues that are facing you and I today. Welcome to the Rise and Shine show where we help you to become the leader you were born to be. This show is proudly brought to you by Sunshine Harvest and now let's move on to today's show. Welcome to today's Rise and Shine show. As you know, my name is Yanni and I'm so grateful to have you with me. You're very welcome as we dive right into today's subject and the title of today's show is Stop time to take action and you have to know that you have the answers. Now my first question in this show to you is are you willing to take action? Now I'm going to give you sort of an overview first and then we're going to delve a little bit deeper into the topic because it's important that you and I understand and know where we're heading to and what areas of society and what areas of life you and I need to cover. Because if you and I understand which areas we need to cover, then it makes it so much easier for us to uh, zoom in, to focus on something specific and to stay there and to make sure that you and I make an impact. Now, I'm going to explain this in terms of multiple spheres in society, spheres of influence. Now, I'm going to use the assumption that there are seven spheres of influence in society. Now, I'll explain to you just now what these are, uh, what a sphere in society is, and then I'm also going to give you these seven spheres of society. Now, just to let you know, some people say there might be more uh, of these areas or spheres in society that we need to cover. These are not the only seven, but these are the basic seven, and I, I think that these seven areas uh, really covers everything that we need to know and everything that we uh, need to address in our daily lives and in our communities and also in our quest to fulfill our purpose. Because remember, this is a leadership show and that's why you're here. And you will also notice that there's a little bit of a shift and what we are more and more focusing on is to get you ready to take the information that you that you get here because you are part of this uh, community that you take this information and you can go and apply it right now today you can either apply it in your own life in your family's life where where you work in your business but it's vitally important that you understand what we're talking about. Now, these 
seven areas of influence in society is number one is religion. It doesn't matter what your religion is at this stage, uh, but the first one that we're touching on is religion. The second one is the area or the sphere of family. The third one is education. The fourth is government. Number five is media. Number six is arts and entertainment. And number seven is business. Now, as we go along, you will understand why these areas are so important. Because you and I have been made up. People basically want rules and regulations. They want religion. But what I'm giving you here is not religion. What I'm giving you is freedom. Because when you understand that even before you were born, God knew you, your creator knew you, and he had a purpose for you, had a specific purpose for you. And the only way that you will be happy and that you will really be successful is when you fulfill that purpose that you have been born for. You can do a lot of stuff in your life, but I can tell you and I can guarantee you only when you fulfill the purpose that you have been born for into this life will you really be happy, will you really be uh, of, of, of value, I can almost say, not only to yourself, but to your community as large, um, at large. And as I've said so many times in the past, please remember the reason why I'm sharing this with you is because you have a major part to play. We'll dig into this a little bit deeper later as well. But you've got a massive part to play, not only in your own life, but you've got a major part to play in the rest of the world. Because we are formed and set up as a body and your foot cannot really function without your head. And your head cannot go anywhere without your feet. It's as simple as that. So that is why I'm emphasizing this. Now, the second area of influence is family. Family is very important because as we will see, when your family is strong, when the, when the structure in the family is, 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 uh, is correct and the family is sound, then the whole community is sound. People are not going to, uh, stray people, you know, like, how can I, uh, let me give you an example. Way back, if, I, if we look back at uh, the American history, all the children were on the same level when they went to school. They were everywhere throughout the country, they used the same textbooks, they used everything uh, on the same level. All the children had the same textbooks, the same primers, and that's what they knew. So it doesn't matter where in, in, in society or in the community people were or children were. If they got out of line, the other people, sometimes a little bit more cruel, but in most cases lovingly, would guide them and say, this is not how it's done. This is how it should be done. So, and, and, and parents didn't take offense at that either. I mean, in today's society, and this is really where where the shift in, in the show is really coming. We have to understand, you and I have to understand that there's a shift in the whole, I almost want to say the whole universe. In every single country in the world, 
there's a shift. And this has all come about through this globalism and this uh, uh, social media that is just um, infiltrated into every single area of our lives. Now, there are good things about it, but there's uh, lots and lots of bad things. So that's why family is so important. Number three is education. Now, the reason why education is so important, just like I said now, when you and I and all our children are on the same level, basically, we get the same tuition, we, everything is moral, everything is based on good standards, and that we really honor each other, that we love each other, and that we care for each other, then we are on the right track. But where are we today? Education is not where it's supposed to be. But I'll delve into that a little bit later. Otherwise, we might uh, take up too much time here. And then number four is government. I'm not going to say too much um, on government right now. But you know, wherever you are, doesn't matter where in the world you are, government is out of whack 99% of the time. Number five is media. Now, media is very important, and especially in today's life, media is being used to basically brainwash people, to indoctrinate people. Uh, Media does not portray the truth anymore, and that is what media is all about. Media is really about people that have to go and to get information and give the truth through to people. But today, this has totally changed. The media is basically bought over by uh, media or or, or large corporations. We might still touch on that uh, in the the show. But you know what I'm talking about. And then arts and entertainment. Arts and entertainment is very important because that also involves or it encapsulates culture. And when... Uh, culture is shaped in a way that the moral standards of a solid and sound family is is not adhered to, then things are also not so cool. And the last one, number seven, is business. And business is extremely important. Now, as you know, there were in the industrial revolution we had these massive uh, corporations and they really controlled people they provided work for people and everything today we have a similar situation but it's very different where these large corporations are manipulating everyone they're controlling everything they're controlling everyone and they basically pushing out the small businesses, the mom and pop shops, the family businesses that's been in families for sometimes multiple generations. And that is not good because it's, it's through this private enterprise, through this capitalist uh, enterprises that communities and that countries are built and that it's solid. Now, we, we're not really going to dig into this Uh, in today's show but I'm just going to share with you here because it's important sometimes when we think of capitalism many people say yeah but that's that's the problem everybody is just uh, about money it's not true because when you have to look after your own family when you have to be uh, creative when you need uh, things to do uh, 
the, the, the biggest incentive for you and for me is to look after our families. And that is why business is so important. And I believe that we are going back or we have to go back at some stage to the, to the model where we have, we're not going to go back so much uh, necessarily in, in technology, but uh, just hear me, just understand, I'm, I'm just using this as an illustration so that we can go back to the butcher, to the baker, to the blacksmith, to the plumber, to the electrician, all these community-based businesses that is um, not only building the community, but that's also sustaining the community. That is really what we, um, what I'm talking about when I'm talking about business. Now, those are the seven spheres. Now, my next question to you is, what will you do with the emphasis on you? So, I'm pointing my finger at you. What will you do? Because there's a price to pay. And the price that you're going to pay is basically proportional to the result that you're going to get. You know, there's a, there's, there's a saying that says, what you sow, you will reap. Now that is mostly is used in a negative sense. But I always tell people that words are like seeds. So if I want good things to come forth or to grow from what I'm saying, I have to speak words of life. I have to speak life. I have to sow words that will produce good things for me. But if I um, uh, proclaim bad things, if I say bad things about people, about stuff, I'm always negative about people, about everything. That's exactly what I'm going to get. So I don't want to focus on the negative side today, but just realize and remember that it's there. But what I'm really focusing on is what are you going to do? What will you do to change the environment which you are living in today? Because if you are average, let me point it that way, and I don't mean that in a negative way, but most people today are living in a situation where we don't really know what's going to happen tomorrow. There's so many rumors, there's so many uh, conspiracy theories out there, and many of these so-called conspiracy, uh, conspiracy theories have actually proved that they were the real thing. So the people who um, initially came up with these things and they were branded um, conspiracy theorists, they were not. They were actually reporting the truth, but it was contrary to what the media wanted you to hear. So there are many of these examples. Again, in this show, we're not going to go into that. Now, one of the things that is so important, and because you're a leader, and I don't know your age specifically, but say, for example, you have children. Then you have to decide how you're going to educate your child. And if you look around you today, most parents 
wants to send their children either to university to get a degree. So many people want their children to become doctors, medical doctors, or they want them to be IT specialists. Why? Because it, it gives them um, recognition among other people. It gives them a bit of status, they think. And there's a lot of money in that. But did you know, and I'm sure you do know, there are many people that's, that's highly qualified, that's got many degrees behind their names even, but they cannot even find a job. Or they've got all those degrees, they've got all those qualifications, all those certificates on, uh, on, their, on their walls, but their lives are messed up. So I'm asking you the question. Say, for example, you've got a son and your son wants to become a plumber, but you want your son to become a medical doctor. Are you going to force your son to become a medical doctor? Or are you going to allow your son to do what he really wants to do, to become a plumber? Now, why is this so important? What, just sort of examine the feelings that you've ha- just had when I just talked about these things, because it's very important. Because if you want to dictate to your son which direction he must go in life, then something is wrong. You can advise him, but it's your purpose as a parent to show your child, to show your son, or to help your your son discover his purpose in life. His purpose, why he was born. Remember where we started off in the show? It's important that you know your purpose. And if you do not know your purpose, it's going to be hard for you to help your child, to help your son or your daughter to discover what their purpose in life is. Because it's vital. If they do not fulfill their purpose in life, then they're not going to be content. They're not going to be joyful and they're not going to live in peace. It's very important. And I've seen so many examples and have heard so many examples, and I'm sure you too, of, of, of young people. They became medical doctors. And the day when they got their degrees, this one specific man, I can remember so clearly. He said he was standing on the stage and he just couldn't bear it anymore. And right from the podium, he said, Dad, I'm sorry. I did this all for you. I didn't want to do this. I've never wanted to do this. And he broke out in tears. And he said, Dad, although I qualified as a medical doctor, now I'm going to do what I wanted to do all these years. And, and it's, it's a sad thing. The dad was devastated. But just think of the agony that this poor child had to go through. He had to perform to to keep his parents happy all the time. And that's not how it's supposed to be. Now, the reason why I'm using a plumber and a medical doctor, for example, because in most cases, and check your, um, your thoughts, check your feelings inside. What went through your mind when I compared a plumber to a medical doctor. It's almost as if someone is working with his hands today. Previous years, it wasn't like that. But today, it's almost as if someone working with his hands like a plumber is regarded as a second-hand citizen or a, uh, a second-hand or a second-class um, uh, worker 
or member of society. And it's not supposed to be because we need plumbers. We cannot only have medical doctors. We cannot only have pilots. We cannot only have lawyers. We need all these people in our communities because remember, we like a body and we need to treat this exactly the same. And like we just said, many parents push their children and they push their children because they have never had the opportunity or they were not good enough. They didn't have the go to accomplish all these things. And now they think, but yo, if my child can just do this, if my child can just get here and you're doing your child such a disservice because you do not help your child to fulfill his or her purpose in life. It's very, very, very important. It's very confrontational, but it's important that you and I hear it and that we talk about it. So then I have to ask you, where are you heading to? What are you doing with what you have? Let's say you know your purpose and you are busy fulfilling your purpose on a daily basis. So what is your community involvement? How are you training and teaching even your children to be active and be involved in the community so that that community can really function as a body. Every day I'm confronted with this thing as well. Um, for example, the municipality. How is your involvement in the municipality? How is your involvement in the local school boards, in the local school system? And not to go and judge the people, and this we will touch on, on, on in, in a later uh, show because it's very, very important. Remember what I said, there's a bit of a shift for us here. And it's really to give you and I practical um, ideas and practical steps that we can take. And I'll, I'll even make some uh, material available to you so that you can use so that you can go out and impact your local communities. And let's just look for a moment uh, the difference or the impact of small business versus these huge corporate businesses. Now, this is a number of years ago. It's, it's a few decades that this has been going on where some of these big corporate companies where these huge enterprises where they just decided at one stage I don't know what sparked this, but they decided that they are not going to um, give people pension for, until they die anymore. So they basically took the people's pension money and they put it into insurance companies. They, they invested it into these insurance companies. And like most insurance companies, when you take out a, um, say for example, a life policy or not a life policy, a, a retirement uh, policy, that policy is only valid or only runs until you get to a certain age. And most people don't know that. Most people don't uh, take note of those little things. But anyway, so these big um, enterprises, they just started uh, changing the rules. And also what they started doing, they would uh, fire people, they would release people from their duties just before they retired so that they do not have to pay these people's pensions and look after their medical uh, bills after they retired. 
And this is, this is, it's terrible. And I got so upset about this. But then I realized, in a way, it's a good thing that they do it because people seeing these big corporations as gods, they see these big corporations as their providers. And that should never be. That company that you're working for should never be your sole provider. It should never be like that. The one who made you, the one who created the heavens and the earth, he's the one who's supposed to be your, your source. He's the, supposed to be the one that you rely on for your livelihood. Because if you do not have strength, if you do not have your health, then you're nothing. If you cannot work, then you are relying or have to rely on some other source, you think. But that is why this is so important to me. And remember I said just a uh, little while ago, I said this is where I believe we have to get back to the local communities and where we have the, the plumber, the electrician, the baker, the... Um, the candlestick maker, you know, the shoemaker and all those, those types of things. Now, for most people today, it's, it's unheard of. You cannot even fathom that we can go there or that we will ever go there again. But we might just need to go there because that is, it's almost our survival in a way lies in that because we have to understand again what it means to live, to live as a community, to live as a similar to a body where we need each other, similar to a family. That's why the family is so uh, important. So these big corporations, that's where we are today. And that's why they are so powerful and they control virtually everything. Let's take, I'm not going to mention certain comp or specific company names now. I'm not afraid to do that, but I, I just not going to do that today. But if you look at many of these huge companies, they go into an area and they buy a piece of land just outside of a town and they set up this massive structure and they put their supermarket there. And what happens? Everybody starts going there because their prices are rock bottom and all the local businesses run dry. Because now the, the main road doesn't go, or the, the, the main road doesn't go through the town anymore. Now the, the, the road is diverted to go past the town, but it go right past this massive structure that everybody sees there on the edge of the town. It happens over and over and over. And the mom and pop shops that the, that's been there for decades, for centuries sometimes, they just have to close their doors because they cannot survive anymore. And that happens all the time. Another thing about community involvement, whether we're going to get there, whether we're not going to get there, I don't know. But what about bartering? Maybe when you say, for example, you're the butcher, but you need shoes for your children, but money supply is not there. We don't know where we're heading to. But now you can barter, you can go to the to the guy who makes the shoes, to the shoemaker, and you say, listen, I need shoes for my, for my children. So how much meat can I give you so that I can get shoes for my, for my children? Again, this may sound far-fetched, 
but I'm just leaving these ideas with you because it's vitally important. Now, we've already touched on the family, but the family is really the nucleus. Now, nucleus is the center, really the, the, uh, the, the center point of, of a nation, of a community, because when you have a strong family, your community is strong. When you have a father that knows who he is, he fulfills his purpose. The same with the mother and the father and the mother's relationship is good and it's sound and their relationship with their children is good and it's sound. So that family structure is sound, it's strong. The, the father and the mother make sure that the children um, are getting the proper education, the proper moral standards, the spiritual upbringing that's, that they're supposed to, to be strong and um, independent uh, adults when they grow up. It is so important. So when you have a strong family, your community is also going to be strong. And then um, how do we normally get there? Now, in the last two years or so, things have changed a lot because schools have been closed and we've seen how our universities, how they've really messed up where they indoctrinated our children, where they indoctrinated our, our, our young people to the point where they, uh, they anti-family, they're anti-parents, they're anti, their morals are horrible, they're anti their, 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 um, their countries, their nations. They don't want to know anything about everything. And um, that is not a good place to be because when your children and when your community knows who they are and where they come from and have those strong bonds and the strong um, uh, roots, then you can build strong communities. So schools, especially in today's um, time, schools in, I almost want to say in most cases, trying to indoctrinate our children and to get our children away from the good morals. And they try to bring all kinds of wicked agendas, cruel agendas on the children. They try to bring that on the children. And where, even to the point where they basically tell children, listen, because of your skin color, you're not good. Because of this, you're not good. You have to this, you have to that. Now you're not a boy anymore. Now uh, you're actually a girl, or to the girl, you're actually not a girl, you're actually a boy, you, you, you're just a little bit messed up. Things like that. Where are we heading to? And it's only when you and I as leaders, as true leaders, and know what our purpose is, and fulfill our purpose, that we can uh, take this whole thing back, but we have to fight for it. We really have to fight for it. And that's why this message that I'm bringing to you, it's a rough message. But I'm telling you, when we build on this, then you will understand why it is so important that, you, that your eyes are being opened. This message may take you a little bit by, by surprise, but it's so important that you and I know where we're heading to. Now, I'm going to sort of... Sort of uh, uh, bring this to a close now. There's still a lot of things that we need to cover, but I want to bring this to, the, to a close just um, with the, the schools and the universities. 
because the schools and the universities is real they've they've really become indoctrination or pro propaganda machines where they really brainwashing our children and so many people don't want to see it because they're still so focused on just making ends meet just um, they need to have a job and they just need to look away from all the stuff that may impact their children and we're not supposed to be there you are solely responsible for your children for your child's upbringing not the school not the university and the reason why I also mentioned, for example, plumber versus university, I'm telling you so many of the children that come out of very strong, morally uh, strong homes, in the end of the first year, most of those students that enter university, they don't want to know anything about the morals that they, that they got from their parents. They reject all those things because They've been so brainwashed daily. They've just been impacted with this um, false and this foreign stuff that's impacting them every day. And you know what? You and I are responsible for their future. You and I are responsible for their children's future, for their children's future. And if you and I do not wake up and, and, and do what you and I are called to do, we will miss and we will lose this generation and I know we will not lose this generation because I love young people I love these young people and there's so many of them that are waking up and they say this is wrong what has been happening and they realize that they've been uh, fed the wrong stuff and they're getting up because they are the most uh, traumatized of all the age groups, these young people, they, they, they traumatize. They, I mean, um, psychologically, they, they traumatized. They don't know what to believe anymore. And they, they're looking for truth. And that is why you and I, we have the truth. We can give it to them. We have to give it to them. And then the last um, one that I'm just going to touch on here is media. You know, and in, in the next show, I'll go over the, 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 the seven spheres of influence more in detail so that we just understand more where each one, where it fits in. But the last one that I'm just touching on in today's show is media. Now, you know, 99.999% of the stuff that we hear from the, from the let's call it the, the official media channels, is false. They do not tell us the truth because if you go and look, if, if you don't but want to believe me, just do yourself a favor and go and look who owns those companies. Go and look who owns those television networks and then you will be, uh, be, be, uh, begin to see what's happening here. Many of these pharmaceutical companies are owning them. Many foreign countries are owning the news media in your own country. Why is that? Because they want to use their propaganda. They want to make, let their agendas go down and not the real facts that are out there. And that is why it's so important that you and I understand what our purpose is. And I implore you, if you do not know what your purpose is, if you have to write me, write me so that I can help you to find your purpose. There are uh, messages in this um, 
in the show, some of the, in, in the archives, where you will see and where uh, you can go and find information on how to find your purpose. And if you don't know what your purpose is, please make it your purpose to find out what your purpose is. Now, this has been a, a bit of a, a serious tone in this, in this show, but I, I trust that you will understand why it's so important, why it's so necessary that we go this direction because uh, the lives of our children are at stake and our countries are at stake. There are powers that want to uh, take over your country, my country, wherever you are. People want to take over your country and they want to dictate to you uh, what you can do, what you cannot do. And they basically want to take all your freedom away. And freedom is your right. It's your God-given right. You cannot surrender that to any person who wants to tell you you're not allowed to own anything, you're not allowed to do anything that they do not authorize. You don't want to go there. My dear friend, you don't want to go there. So thank you for listening to me. As always, please share this message, share it with a, with a family member or a friend. And I'm telling you, when you donate, when you help me to take this message out, I don't need the money. But you owe it to yourself. If you want to do something in your own community, help me to impact my community even deeper. So go to my website, sunshineharvest.com, and you can donate there. And I promise you, you will not be sorry because it will benefit you. Yes, it'll benefit me, but it benefits you. That's why I'm asking you to give because it's to your benefit. Thank you so much for tuning into the Rise and Shine show today. Please hit that subscribe button and share the show with your friends and family. And if you have been stirred in your heart to get involved, visit my website at sunshineharvest.com to help me spread the good news. I'm looking forward to seeing you in the next show. Mm-hmm.